0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode. Uh, As you know, this is another interview episode. And uh, why I'm really, really excited is we're going to be talking about something on today's podcast that I have never, ever spoken about before. And uh, that's a big deal because we are almost 500 episodes in and after 500, almost 500 episodes, never to talk about a specific topic, um, it, it's, it's a very rare thing, and that's why I'm super excited. Uh, who I have for you today uh, is actually someone that my wife initially connected with. Um, and we actually had this individual on one of our calls, um, doing a guest training, talking about a topic that a lot of people do not know about, Um, and that is Google Analytics. So many people focus on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and all the other things that you can do, but to measure the KPIs, the key performing indicators of your business and the analytics of what you're doing, especially through Google, which is so valuable to any business, having someone to kind of digest, but also break down all of those things is super, super vital. Um, So with that being said, Abby, Blum Suds, welcome to today's episode.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Well, that was a mouthful of uh, talking about whatever we're going to be diving <laughs> into today with Google Analytics. So, so before we obviously we dive into all of that, I always like to go back before we go before we go forward. So, talk about the journey that Abby had to go on to get to where she is now. So, so meaning. If you could go back in time in your entrepreneurial journey, and you could put your thumb on a specific moment or happening that you could list as, as the catalytic moment that kind of set you on this path that you're now currently on, what was that moment for you?
1: Um, I, I can tell you very specifically, <laughs> that moment was in 2016, the fall of 2016, when I had my daughter. Um, so she's almost seven now. And after I had her, I got really sick. I multiple, I developed multiple chronic illness issues, um, including some pain issues. And I wasn't able to work outside of my house anymore. I had been teaching sociology classes, including statistics, um, at a local College up until then. And I wasn't able to do that anymore after she was born. So I was kind of left in this place of trying to figure out what I could do from home. Um, and this was kind of before all of the work from home stuff really, really boomed in 2020, you know, but there was already a big move, obviously, toward people wanting to build online businesses and i kind of accidentally fell into this position of being able to become an online business manager to a woman that i had met through a coaching program and she loved the systems that i was setting up for her business so much that i realized that this was something that i was just really good at um and especially the things with the analytics and getting into Google. Um, it gives me a chance to play with numbers. It gives me a, plan- a chance to make spreadsheets for fun, which probably sounds really strange to most people, but it comes in handy when you need somebody who wants to do that kind of thing. So I, I kind of fell into it on accident, just from getting sick.
0: Now, you know, everything happens for a reason and for a purpose. And obviously you fell into this, but fell in love with it. And there's a lot of people that don't know anything about Google Analytics. So let's kind of park there for a second. If you were talking to someone that has zero clue what Google Analytics are or what they mean to a business, how would you best describe that to someone?
1: I would say that they are the analytics themselves are these solid numbers when you pick the right ones that can make a huge difference in whether or not your business is going to succeed or fail. They are the numbers that are going to tell you how you are doing. They are the numbers that are going to tell you whether or not you're focusing your time in the right ways or what you need to focus on next. And they're the numbers that are going to override any sense of drama. I have, um, a business coach that always says, data over drama. You have that knee-jerk reaction when you're going through your business that something has not worked out the way you want it to. You had a launch and you didn't get as many sales as you wanted. You opened a membership and you didn't get as many new members as you wanted. Whatever it is, something didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Right? Those numbers are what's going to tell you what actually happened. Because your knee jerk reaction can be, oh, my product sucks, nobody likes me, I'm not good at this. There, There are all kinds of really emotional responses that we naturally have to something not working out. And those numbers are the thing that is actually going to tell you what's really wrong, which is probably not any of those things going through your head.
0: You know, nothing's more truthful than cold, hard facts. Absolutely. And analytics are facts. You know, my my wife and I always talk about, I mean, you know, Nancy, you know, facts are friendly. Um, You know, we've recently hired um, an online business manager that specifically is working with us on our KPIs. And we meet, we just met with her today. We meet once a month for an hour to go over our numbers, you know, our podcast subscribers, um, the amount of subscriptions that we have, product launches, sales, uh, new emails, people that have signed up for our email list, how many people left our email list. All of those cold hard, factual numbers, to your point, can make or break a business. And, and here's the thing. I think for for many entrepreneurs, many business owners, They are afraid of the numbers.
1: Oh, absolutely. They don't
0: don't want to look, right? Because when you turn a blind eye to it, there's no emotional connection to be made to an outcome, right? Because now there's no expectations. But here's the thing. If you want to grow and scale, you actually have to see what is working, but more importantly, what is not working. Yes. (laughs) So, let's talk about that for a second. So, for people that that obviously don't know where to get started with with Google Analytics, you know, I know that's something that you do for a business. you you help people with this. Talk about some of the changes that actually can happen in a very short amount of time? or what are some of the glaring analytics that people maybe overlook, that they actually should be looking at that when improved, improves obviously the ROI or the bottom line of someone's business?
1: I mean, the biggest thing that is usually a problem with any funnel that I look at is traffic. Just the sheer amount of traffic that you're getting. And this is one of my favorite things to go and look through in Google Analytics is where my traffic is coming from and how much traffic I had from various places because this is going to tell you a lot. It's going to tell you whether or not you are actually getting enough traffic to get your sales, because you might be familiar with the term of a conversion rate, right? When you take those conversion rates, it's the number of people that actually purchase after seeing your sales page, for instance. And only only so many people are actually con- going to convert. The normal conversion rates that we look for with sales pages are usually like maybe 1 to 3%, usually like that's that's kind of overall industry average. Um if you're doing better than that then that's awesome. If you're doing less than that then it there might be some issues, but it that's really not that big of a number, right? 1 to 3%. That means that for every 100 people that see your website or that see your sales page, only 1 to 3 people are actually going to purchase on average. So if you think about that in terms of how many people you actually need to see it in order to get the number of sales that you want to get, it's it's probably a lot more than people realize. You can't run like 10 people through a funnel and expect to have five sales that's that's not going to happen you can't even necessarily expect to have one sale off of that many people so that that big issue of traffic is going to determine whether or not you are getting the sales that you need it's also going to tell you whether or not you are wasting your time on certain social media platforms for example if you're spending tons of time trying to drive traffic from instagram or TikTok and you're not seeing that traffic to your sales pages or to your website or to your videos or wherever you're trying to drive it, you're not going to end up getting your sales. And it doesn't matter how many likes you have or how many follows you have. It, it really doesn't matter if, if the traffic isn't going through to see your offer.
0: I mean, everything kind of weighs on the conversion rate, which a lot of people, yes. again, we could talk about number. I mean, I love numbers and we can break all that down. Um, But a, a lot of people listening to this episode are, are maybe completely new to Google Analytics. So let's rewind the tape. Let, let's Let's go over what Google Analytics once were just a couple of years ago. And recently there's been some really big changes to Google Analytics, which I will say, isn't a bad thing. Whenever something changes, there's always something better on the other side of it. So let's talk about what Google Analytics once were, compared to the changes that currently have happened, and what that means for other businesses moving forward.
1: Okay. Um, if I'm understanding your question correctly, are you talking about like what specific metrics they were looking at at the time, or
0: yeah, just like if if someone was to you know if they were diving into Google Analytics. And, and Google metrics maybe two, three years ago, compared to some of the newer things that are going on change wise right now. You know, what are the big what are the big disparities between what all of that once was to where it is right now?
1: Okay. Well, pretty much everybody is at least familiar with the word cookie, right? We are all aware that we need to be paying attention to our cookies, whether we understand what those things are or not, right? You know the word cookies. You know that if you have a website, you have to be aware of them. Those cookies are what Google Analytics for a really long time has used to track who's doing what on your website. But with all of the security enhancements, all of the privacy legislation that has come out recently Um, and when I say recently, I mean within like the last five years, right? Things like the GDPR, the California Consumer Privacy Act. With those kinds of things coming out, it's getting harder and harder to collect data based on cookies. So one of the biggest changes is that Google Analytics 4, which was launched in 2020, is moving away from relying on at least certain kinds of cookies, the, the ones that track people between websites mostly. But it's it's trying to kind of prepare for a cookie-less world. And it's it's really not important to understand exactly how this is working. The main thing to know is that this big change from Universal Analytics to Google Analytics 4 is going to help prepare your analytics. It's going to help prepare your data to keep coming to you after you're not able to collect the information through those cookies anymore. Um, one of the really cool ways that that is happening is through AI modeling. <laughs> it, this this sounds so bizarre to me still, but they're actually using simulated data to simulate, your traffic that they when um, when they can't track it directly, they're using AI models <laughs> to figure out what it probably looked like and give you those numbers so that you still have something to base your decisions off of. And they're finding them to be super accurate <laughs> compared to the actual non-modeled data. Um, I hope that that makes sense. I, I think it's really cool and I'm not sure if it actually
0: makes sense to
1: everybody, but
0: I mean, AI, I mean, we've talked about AI before and it's just, it's going in a direction. I mean, Nancy and I have completely leaned into AI. There's a lot of people that are still rejecting it. Like it's here. It's not going anywhere.
1: Oh, it's so useful
0: for so many things. It's It's scary too,
1: but it's so useful. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and, and the thing is you can make it. So I I interviewed this guy on my podcast a few months ago. He has a, a PhD in, in AI. And he basically said the way that you have to look at AI, it's like a sandwich, right? So the bread of what you're doing is the AI, but the meat in that sandwich is your voice and your own knowledge that you bring to any of the AI content that you've obviously yeah. harvested. So you still have to bring your own stuff to it. Oh now, yeah. In regards to you know Google metrics, Google analytics, there's a lot of people, and, and this is something that was a kink in the hose that Nancy and I had with our business. We turned a blind eye to analytics and metrics, but in in just the, the last six months of actually bringing someone on to help us with all this so we can track and measure all of our KPIs, again, key performance indicators, it's allowed us to really grow and scale even more. So for someone that's listening to this, Abby, that really isn't sure or um, isn't clear on the benefits of really leveraging Google Analytics and Google Metrics. Talk about how that can benefit one's business.
1: The main thing that I would say is really going back to what I was saying about data over drama. Having a data over drama mindset and being able to make decisions for your business much more easily because you you have the numbers, you have data available that can tell you what is wrong and where in your funnel it's wrong. Depending on what which conversion rate you look at, if you look at your opt-in conversion rate or your sales conversion rate, you can tell right where the problem is if you're trying to figure out what's not working. So just the, the, the fact that it can take away some of that anxiety over decision-making and refocus what you need to be paying attention to. I, I have ADHD and I work with a lot of clients with ADHD. We get distracted, right? We, we get very distracted, especially when there are shiny things and there are shiny things every single day on the internet. And there are, They're in our inbox, they're in our social media, they are popping up everywhere. There are distracting things everywhere. And one of the most beneficial things that I do with my clients, I think, is being able to use these numbers to refocus their attention and be like, I know that that sounds like a great idea. I think it sounds like a great idea too. And part of me wants to like, just take it and run with it. We could build it tonight. But it's not a good idea because this is what we actually need to be focusing on. Um, And and you can't do that if you don't look at the numbers. You are a lot more likely to follow the, well, this sounds like a good idea at the time. And for some people, that's a very dangerous thing. You're never going to actually get anything done if you just keep following every shiny object that pops in front of your face.
0: So... You know, you mentioned something really interesting that you can actually see what part of the funnel is broken. And and again, there's a lot of people that are listening to this that may not really know what a sales funnel is or any of those things. But you know, there are some people that do. And and what I can tell you is that when you can use metrics and analytics to measure, you and and I'm just going to give you an example. And Abby, I want I want your opinion on this. So for Just a a typical journey that someone goes on with me. They go to my website. There's a pop-up for a free um, opt-in to download to optimize their LinkedIn profile. They put in their name and email. They're taken to a squeeze page where I'm giving them free access to a 197 course. Here's the coupon code. They go through it. And then there's five sequential emails that go out every day, making sure that they watch the first video, making sure they watch the second video. And it all it's also dripping people on an upsell to a thousand hour course that I offer. It's a DIY LinkedIn course. And what we can actually do is we can measure the metrics of everything that goes on with that email sequence. And again, this isn't directly related to Google analytics and metrics itself, but analytics and metrics in general to a business. So we can see the open rate of each one of those emails. So where are things falling off? Is it uh, verbiage that we're using—are we not clear on exactly what it is? And being able to see raw numbers and seeing where things may be dropping off or going back up—now you know where your time and attention needs to be put towards. So, absolutely, if you, if you relate that to Google Analytics and metrics, you're seeing what's working on your website. Is it populating enough in Google searches? Are how much time are people spending on the homepage? What pages are they clicking on? So, all of those things matter. So if you were, as we start to wind down, if you were to explain to people listening to this that really haven't given the time and attention that Google Analytics and metrics really deserve, what could they actually be missing in their business that they could be filling with understanding those raw numbers?
1: That, that's kind of a hard one because it's really going to depend on the business and the, the main thing is that you just, you don't know, you don't know what you're missing until you go and look. And then it, like, especially if, it's, if something doesn't feel quite right, like you were talking about your funnel. If you, if you go a step back, even from those emails, one of the things that you could be looking at, I don't know if you've ever looked at this before, but one of the things that you could be looking at is your conversion rates. For that pop up, your conversion rates for that squeeze page, looking at how many people actually filter through each of those steps and making sure that those conversion rates are as high as they could be. Or if you need to look at improving something on your squeeze page or your pop up or whatever. If you're not getting enough traffic into, your email list, does that make sense? So I mean, one of the things that I would say is just that you 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 don't know, I guess what you're missing until you actually look, but you probably yeah. are missing something either that or you're you've gotten really, really lucky. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well that, that, that brings me to a very before I get to my last question, um, you have something called the minimal metric cheat sheet yes um, which is a free gift for anyone that's listening to this episode today or in the future talk about what that cheat sheet is what people can learn from it and how they can apply it to their business
1: well my minimal metrics cheat sheet is a essential list of the metrics that you should be measuring in your business in order to measure the function of your sales funnel it goes through and tells you which ones how that breaks down for what kind of content you produce if you if you produce podcasts or youtube videos or have blog posts depending on which one you produce those metrics are going to look a little different so it's going to give you a very straightforward answer as to which metrics are going to be the most useful for you actually being able to use these things to make decisions in your business.
0: Well, I think all of those things are super, super important. And um, I can't wait for the audience to get their hands on that. But also thank you so much for gifting that to the audience because yeah, absolutely. there's such value in that. So before we end today's episode, um, tell the audience where they can connect with you outside of the free uh, you know gift that you're giving them if someone is is looking to learn more about how you actually help business owners with Google Analytics and Google Metrics what's the best way for people to connect with you offline and or on social media
1: The best way really is my website at abbyblumsuds.com I'm also on Facebook and Instagram if you search for Abby Blumsuds I will come up on either of those I don't spend a whole lot of time on uh, social media, but I am there and you can find out more about what I do and get some free content that I have posted when I have time for it.
0: Awesome. Well, for all the listeners, all the information about how to connect with Abby, obviously will be in the description of this episode in the show notes. So Abby, final question before we sign off, what does success truly mean to you?
1: Oh, freedom. It means being able to do what you want to do with your life and being able to spend time the way that you want to spend it, being able to take care of your family. It means having the freedom and having the privilege really to not have to worry Mm. about a lot of things.
0: I could not agree more. And, you know, uh, Success means different things to different people. And again, I've, I've interviewed a few hundred people on this podcast and uh, no one has said it's directly tied to money. There's always a, a catalyst for it and time freedom, monetary freedom, freedom in general. And, you know, Nancy and I have, have built a life and a business that we're so proud of that we only have to work three days a week. And, you know, we want that for other people. And obviously you are making such a difference in so many people in businesses' lives uh, you know, we appreciate you and just uh, I appreciate you for coming on today and not only sharing the free gift, but for sharing all the knowledge about Google Analytics and metrics that maybe people didn't know. So thank you again so, so much for being here today.
1: Yeah, and thank you so much for having me.
0: Absolutely. So again, uh, if you guys are interested in Abby's free gift or connecting with her, You're not going to have to go too far. Just look to the show notes or the description of this episode to everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. Love and gratitude to all of you. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you are listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you are, Please leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you loved, what you would like to see improved or ideas you have for future episodes. And if you are interested in taking your business to the next level, don't hesitate to go to my website, www.scotteron.net, where you can schedule a free discovery call with me, where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. And don't forget to check out my wife, Nancy, and mine, our free community on Facebook called LinkedIn Leads for Life. We would love to see you in there. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you, everyone, for your support. Grateful for each and every one of you.